I care a little less about what people think. And I am much more willing to do what makes me happy and what fulfills me. And if that makes you happy and fulfills you along the way, and you learn from what we're doing, then shoot, I couldn't be happier. Hi there, I'm Kelly Tennant, and welcome to The Platform Podcast, where we get real so you can be well. Each week, I sit down to have authentic conversations with the leading voices in health and wellness to help you detox your life and give you the tools to feel your best and most vibrant self. My guests are here to educate you on the latest healing remedies, ancient wisdom, and alternatives to the traditional path. I've personally curated the platform to elevate your mind, body, and spirit. Hey, everyone. So I have been putting this off (laughs) maybe for three months, to be totally honest. I have wanted to do a solo episode for you to update you on what's going on with my health, my life, my work, the show, what I'm doing on a daily basis, how I'm feeling, what I'm loving, answering your questions. And my team and I decided to do this three months ago, I think, and I kept putting it off on the calendar for a couple of reasons. One, me talking just to you for however long this goes, (laughs) we'll see, makes me super uncomfortable to be totally honest. And I think that's really funny because I've been on television for however long talking to people, but it's never been about me. I've always been interviewing people and I feel very comfortable doing that. It's my element. It's where I thrive. It's what I'm really good at. And I know that. So the idea of me just sitting here and talking to you without someone else asking me questions or me redirecting the focus to someone else and what they've gone through is definitely a challenge. And I love being transparent with you about this because I think that it brings to light this conversation that things aren't always what they seem. And just because I have been doing interviews and talking for a living for many years of my life doesn't mean that I don't get anxiety or uncomfortable around certain situations. I mean, I can't handle being in front of big crowds sometimes. That freaks me out. So those are things I'm working on in my life. And I am really excited that you guys have been here with me on this journey and continue week in and week out for two episodes a week to join me and my guests to have these incredible conversations. And I now see just how profound this community is that we are building. And we are still new, but we are strong and we are doing beautiful things together. So I decided it was finally time that I am going to sit here and have a chat just with you. So let's do this. Okay, so I feel like the first thing I need to do is update you on my health because this is a podcast about women's healing journeys. And I have been on one and still continue to be on one. And it's been chronic and really painful for 13 of those years. And now it's interesting that I have so much knowledge and experience with functional medicine and Ayurveda that has really changed my life. So for those of you who may not know, I will briefly summarize what's been going on since July of 2017. I finally found a functional medicine doctor, Dr. Lekos. If you haven't listened to his episode, you must listen to it. It is totally life-changing. I believe we called it life-saving medicine. And that's for a reason. He saved my life. There are no questions around that. 
as did Marta, my doctor at Surya Spa. She's an Ayurvedic doctor. So when I found Dr. Lekos, I came to him with a diagnosis of fibromyalgia. And I had been diagnosed with fibromyalgia in college when I was 19 after I got really sick. My leg went numb. I couldn't stand. I was in severe pain. I couldn't see. I was depressed. It was pretty horrific. And I had to quit the volleyball team. And I had been in the best shape of my life and feeling amazing up until that point. So it was literally overnight where my whole life crumbled to pieces. So I lived for 13 years with this diagnosis. And after being put on tons of medication and basically being failed by Western medicine and hallucinating and feeling crazy and mixing drugs with alcohol and just this really gnarly trip and experience, I went totally holistic. And I found paleo in 2009 after being a vegan and vegetarian and trying different diets. And paleo really was the game changer for me. It taught me how inflammatory grains and carbs were in general. I was really struggling with fruit at the time as well because I didn't know I had so many digestive issues. And so being a vegan, I had been eating tons of carbs and tons of fruit and sugar and didn't realize that that was actually really harming my body. So finding paleo, introducing really healthy meat, high fat, lots of vegetables, and limiting the sugar, the alcohol, the carbs, the grains, the legumes, that was... I mean, unbelievable, as I'm sure many of you have experienced yourself if you've ever gone paleo. But I was still missing something. And I would go six months or a year and I would feel better. And then all of a sudden, I would crash. It was like a truck hit me. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And my good girlfriend, Jordan Younger, who goes by The Balanced Blonde, I hope you listen to her show as well. She is the best. She had been talking about functional medicine on one of her podcast episodes in earlier 2017. And I had been binging on her shows and a few others just trying to learn more and see how I could help myself. I had made a lot of improvements on my own holistically, but I just knew something was off and I wasn't getting to the absolute root. So she told me, I've been working with this guy. He's incredible. His name is Dr. Lekos. He's in Santa Monica. You should definitely see him. And I got on the phone with Dr. Lekos and we were on the phone for 45 minutes just for my consult. And I told him my whole history. He was so amazing. He took so much time. He was so kind. And he said, look, obviously I don't have any of your testing in front of me, but based on what you're saying, I just don't think you have fibromyalgia. I think you have a lot of digestive issues. I bet there's Epstein-Barr in there, which I'd never heard of, by the way. And... You know, I think there's just a lot of other things going on. So yes, I would definitely like to see you. So I go in. My first appointment with him is for two hours. And we go through my whole history. Like from birth. Were you born vaginally or were you born from a C-section? Because that makes a huge difference in your microbiome and your gut. And one by one, experience after experience, we talked through all this stuff. And I had had mono for 8 months my freshman year, which no doctor nor myself ever correlated as to being a part of my current illness. I was never tested for Epstein-Barr, which is the virus you get with mono. Hello, people. Let's wake up. So long story short, Dr. Lekos is the best. We had a total moment together where he's crying, I'm crying. He's like, I don't know how you've been functioning. I said, me neither. I don't understand. But here's the deal. I want to get better. What do we do? So he gives me every test known to man. Did a stool test, saliva test, urine test, breath test for SIBO, um, and all the blood work. They took all the blood that was in me. 
when I did my blood work. So extensive testing. And what we got back was a long list of things. I was diagnosed with severe Epstein-Barr. My numbers were through the charts or through the roof, off the charts, through the roof. That's what I meant. And you guys can tell I don't have a script for this. I am just chatting in my pajamas in my kitchen. My Epstein-Barr numbers were through the roof. I had severe SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which I highly recommend you look into. But that was a problem, which had been misdiagnosed as IBS almost my whole life. So wake-up call there as well. I had really significant issues with the bacteria in my gut. So I had almost all bad bacteria and no good bacteria. And it's, it's important to have bad bacteria, but you need to have a balance. And I was totally out of balance. I have MTHFR, which is a genetic mutation that doesn't allow you to process things well and detox. So your liver really struggles, um, which is a genetic thing, like I said. And I have chronic fatigue syndrome, and a whole slew of like other vitamin deficiencies and things that I was dealing with. But those were the main ones. Okay. No doctor had ever tested me for any of this. Oh, I also had some hormone and thyroid issues. No Hashimoto's, but things were not right. So I have all these major things. And in all the work and all the doctors I had seen, many of which were world-renowned doctors at USC didn't do anything. They had no idea. They said, oh, you are in pain. You're tired. Oh, okay. You have fibromyalgia. Here's a lot of drugs. We wish you the best. That's not okay, as I learned later. So Dr. Lekos and I figured this out and we started on a treatment plan. We really wanted to attack the Epstein-Barr, but the most important thing was to really get the leaky gut in check. And before we could get the leaky gut in check, we had to work on the SIBO and get all of that basically toxic gas out of my body so that I could actually digest and absorb nutrients. So once I got rid of the SIBO, which we did a blend of botanicals and antibiotics. I don't love antibiotics. I get questions about this all the time. But Dr. Lekos and many other functionals believe that it's the only way to get rid of the SIBO is this combination of the botanicals and the antibiotics. And then you do a low FODMAP diet. We did it for 90 days. And we retested after and I had no SIBO. So then after we got rid of that, one, I felt way better. My body was having to give all of its energy just to my digestive tract. Then I got rid of the SIBO and a lot of the holes in my stomach, which was really important. So that was a long process. I'm not going to lie. Getting rid of leaky gut is extensive. You have to do a lot of things that I write about in my blog. So if you go to the blog, you can check out a bunch of different posts on leaky gut and autoimmune disease and how I do that specifically. But a few of the components of that are bone broth, glutamine, collagen peptides, and the autoimmune protocol, which is something that Dr. Lekos recommends and something that I had been on on and off for years. And it's a way to get all the inflammation out of your body with an elimination diet. And you can slowly reintroduce things, but I don't recommend people doing it for any less than nine months. Because if you're anything like me and you've been sick for an extended period of time, your gut has gotten crushed. So you can imagine years and years of all of this trauma to your stomach and your gut lining. It needs time to repair. This is not a four weeks to a healthy gut. That doesn't work. I'm sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble. Sorry there's no pill for it. And I'm sorry this is not a 30-day challenge. This takes time and you have to be patient. But I swear to you, I am living proof that this shit works. So we did the autoimmune protocol. 
And we tried a few different things for Epstein-Barr because it can be pretty tricky to, to work with and to get rid of. So we did some light therapy with the UVLRX, which didn't work. I did it a lot and didn't really see improvement. So I wanted to be aggressive and I asked him if I could go on Valtrex, which is a drug. I know I preach holistic, but I do believe that there is a place and a time for Western medicine, as does Dr. Lycos. So we said, we'll do basically a trial run with this and see how it goes. And I did feel better. And then we decided to do ozone therapy. And so I did ozone therapy probably at least eight times. And that's when my life changed. It Basically, you can imagine you're sitting like you're getting a normal IV at the doctor. And there is a bottle that is up at the top hanging. And you have a catheter needle that goes in, which is painful, not going to lie. And it takes the blood out. And I did a 10 pass, which means it takes it out and filters it 10 times into this bottle. And in this bottle, there's ozone, like ozone from the sky that they take and they put in this bottle. Why this works, I'm not really sure. I haven't done enough research to know all the science behind it. All I know is that it works. It's just now legal in the United States in the last few years. Everyone overseas and in Europe uses this because it's magic. But of course, in the United States, we are dealing with pharma and the FDA and all the crap that wants us to be sick. So they don't allow treatments like this that actually heal you. My doctor who does the ozone, not Dr. Leko, someone else, he told me that he has a team of people that he works with and kind of talks with and they help each other through this whole process because there aren't that many doctors that do it. They go overseas. They've gone to Africa. They have been able to cure Ebola. They have cured cancer. They have cured HIV in people. I mean, this stuff is powerful and there are no side effects. If it's done correctly... And usually you want to do it with the bottle in the IV. Um, it gets dangerous when you're injecting it into you. The doctor said this is the best thing you could possibly do. It's also incredible for anti-aging. So you can imagine that someone like me who has Epstein-Barr and these viruses in their body, this would be so potent and powerful. And it has been. I had a definite Herx reaction after the first three or four times, which means it's a Herxheimer reaction. So it's viruses dying off in your blood and you feel really bad. You can feel sick, you can feel tired, you can have pain. It's different for everyone. I felt all of those things basically. I was just really tired for a few days. And then all of a sudden, I felt like superwoman. And I have felt great after the last few I've done. I actually haven't done it since November and we're at the end of January now because I've been feeling really good and I killed what I think is most of the virus in my blood. So that has been really, really profound. Now, also adding in Ayurveda to this whole process has been really important. So I mentioned Marta at Surya Spa earlier, and I found her from Jordan Younger as well. I just do whatever Jordan does. <laughs> she's like my little guinea pig. If Jordan does it and it helps her, I just call the person. I say, all right, I'm next. And so Jordan had been seeing Marta and she had really helped her in her health journey. And so... I went and saw Marta. Last year, I did 30 days of Panchakarma. And I don't want to teach all about what Ayurveda is in this episode because that would take a really long time. And I'm actually in school at Kerala studying Ayurveda right now. So I promise to do an entire episode just on that. And actually, 
Marta is coming over tomorrow so I can interview her. And that episode is coming out, I believe, on February 4th. So stay tuned for that one because it's going to be amazing and she will blow your mind. She's also like my other mother. I love her. Anyway, so I met with Marta and the way she and Dr. Lekos both described it is that when you have autoimmune disease, your immune system is on fire. And so it's really important to get that fire down. And I am very pitta, which means I have a lot of heat in my body naturally. And so for me, getting the heat out through food, which meant pretty similar to the autoimmune protocol, but I just got rid of a lot of the meat. Um, I'm not a vegan. I just don't eat as much meat as before. And I don't really eat pork at all because that contributes to the heat in your body and it's tough to digest. I basically only eat cooked vegetables when possible. I don't eat anything raw except for my celery juice. Shout out medical medium in the morning. But I only do that because my gut is healed. So don't send me on that tangent. I drink room temperature water. I try and really limit my stimulants so I can tell that I'm having too much caffeine or alcohol uh, when I am sweating or I smell. Totally honest, I get really, really smelly when I am drinking too much or having specifically coffee really irritates me. It's very acidic and it's very heating. And I know that I've overdone it because I, I feel flush and hot my armpits are sweating and it just doesn't feel right. When I am in balance and things are going well, I'm not just sweating and I don't smell like rancid. Because if you think about it, your skin is your largest organ. Your adrenals and all of these different things are trying to process, including your liver. And so if your liver is all bogged down, then it's going to come out and it's going to come out through your skin. And so you have to kind of listen to your body and see what's going on to be able to pinpoint what's up. So that is what I've done with Ayurveda. It's a lot of balancing your your body, herbs, tinctures, stress management, all that good stuff. It's really, really wonderful. And by combining Ayurveda with functional medicine, getting all the toxins out of my body, completely overhauling my products. You guys hear me harp on this every week. I don't need to do it right now. But really, you should get rid of all your toxic products. Getting rid of all that stuff has truly changed my life. I hope you know I don't say that lightly. I mean it. And I only share things with you that I truly believe in and that I've either tried or someone very close to me has tried and it's worked for them. So now, because I am more balanced, because my diet is cleaned up, because I have been managing my stress, because I quit my job and advocated for myself... Damn, that feels good. Because I am sleeping at least 8 hours a night and feeling rested when I wake up. I'm not needing naps. I feel good. I feel probably better than I have in since I was 19 before I got diagnosed, before I got sick. I was in the best shape of my life and I was killing it. I probably actually feel better now than I did then though if I think about it because I was kind of raging still. I was a college student and I was up late and I didn't really love myself and I wasn't being authentically who I am. So basically take how I physically felt at 19 and then add all of the emotional growth that I have gone through to 31 now. And I'm feeling pretty damn good. 
So I say all this so that you know it is a long journey. I mean, I started this with Dr. Lekos in the summer of 2017, and we are now almost in February of 2019. But because I've been patient, because I advocated for myself, because I chose my health first, because I wouldn't take no for an answer, because I did the research, I used myself as a guinea pig, I put myself out there, and I said, I absolutely will heal. This is possible. I freaking feel good. So you get to do that for yourself. And I hope that my journey and my experiences help you in yours. I get so many emails from you guys, so many DMs, and I love them so much because you guys have the best questions. And it seems like what we're doing in terms of our content and what I share with you in my life and our amazing guests is really resonating and really helping. And at the end of the day, that's why I started the platform is to serve you and to help you on your healing journeys. Because it's taken me 14 years, but I want you to be able to get to that point in 6 months to a year if possible. I want to take out all the guesswork, all the really hard moments. We're all going to go through them. But if I can eliminate a lot of that for you and help you get to the finish line faster, oh, I would be so happy. So please know that. That's why I do this every day. And I love hearing messages from you. So if anything that I say or do or share resonates with you or doesn't make any sense and you're like, what the hell is this? Please email me or send me a direct message. Many people will attest to this. I get back to everyone. I love interacting with you guys. So fun. And I just know that this can be super daunting and also make you feel like you're really alone. And I never want you to feel like that. So please don't hesitate to reach out. With that in mind, I do want to talk to you about what we're launching in February, which is tomorrow. So we're launching this course in about a week. And it's called The Journey Within Detox. And if you were a part of The Journey Within Intention in January, you know kind of what's coming. So intention was really about starting your week, week off. Your week, your week, your week, your year. <laughs> starting your week... Oh my gosh, you guys, I can't talk. Starting your year strong. And instead of resolutions, choosing intentions. And I choose intentions because I feel like they actually make lasting change. And they're things that you can really do rather than resolutions that don't make sense. They don't come from a place of that moral and value compass. They come from, Oh, I want to be skinny. I'm just going to work out or I'm not going to eat carbs. Oh my God, they're terrible. That's where the resolutions come from. Intentions come from this really deep-seated need or desire to change your life. And then you get to the core of why you want that and then you're able to implement it. So we talked through intention. We talked through detoxing your beauty products, your home, your relationships. We talked through cleaning up your food. I gave a brief little introduction to the autoimmune protocol. And we got so much great feedback. We had so many people in this course that we had to reopen it. I didn't think that many people were going to be on board. It's really it's our first course. You know, I'm still new to this. And you guys loved it, which made me super happy. So we reopened it. So I hope many of you were a part of that. But if not, I have another course for you. We are starting the journey within detox and it will be a free course because I believe in teaching you guys about the things that have changed my life. And I know that we don't all have access to a lot of information, a lot of good information. There's a lot of crap out there on on the interwebs. (laughs) But is it all good? No. So I am doing a video 
And I'm going to have a little surprise for you guys if you sign up for it. So make sure you do because something really, really big is coming with this one. Different than intention. So I hope you're ready. This video will also have a resource with it that will teach you how to detox your home and your products. It'll teach you the main ingredients that you want to avoid. And I will share with you my favorite brands and why. You know, I talk about Curacy and Fleur and Buca Botanicals and all these great companies, but I don't really tell you why I love them. This is an opportunity for you to learn a little more, to dive in. And I'm super excited to share that. So if you want to join us for that, make sure you go to thisistheplatform.com slash thejourneywithin-detox. And if you have any questions before you sign up, like I said, always reach out to me and email me. I am happy to help. One of the things I want to share with you guys in this episode is what my day looks like right now because I made some personal changes in terms of the way I was starting my day beginning in January. I kind of started implementing it late in December and have really stuck to it in January. And it's a part of my intention, which was to surrender. I said, I surrender. And I thought, how can I really do things that incorporated this practice and reminded me every day of why I wanted to surrender and how I could best support myself. And I had a very rough December going through some personal things. And I felt really uneasy and really sad and just in a rough emotional place. And I was processing so much and I still am. And I was looking for a routine that when I woke up in the morning would really get me in a good place, in a good headspace and feeling ready to start my day and happy, not stressed, not bogged down, not scrolling social media, not comparing myself, not you know wheels turning of all the things I had to do. I really wanted to get clear and spend some quiet time with myself. So I started journaling. And my amazing girlfriend, Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth, you guys need to follow her and listen to her podcast. It's called The Girl Kind Podcast. She was just here with me for four days from Toronto, which was so fun. But she does this thing called Magic Mornings. And that's kind of what I've been doing. And since she was here, I told her about what I've been doing. And then I incorporated some of her practices for her Magic Mornings. And I'm so loving my routine. So when I get up in the morning... First of all, I don't have Instagram on my phone. I delete it every day and I only allow myself one hour a day on Instagram. And this has been the first big step that has really impacted me in a positive way. So when I wake up, Instagram is not even on my phone. So I don't even feel compelled to look at it. I I forget about it now because it's just not there. I've been doing this for almost like 34 days and it's been fantastic. So I wake up, I come out, I turn on my spa music, my piano music, my like cool jazz, just chill music. And I turn the lights on pretty dim. I light some candles. I sage. And I sit down on my couch and I just journal for however long I want. Sometimes it's 5 minutes. Sometimes it's half an hour. It just depends on what I need to get off my heart, what's really bothering me or what I'm excited about or things that I'm brainstorming, or something came to me when I was sleeping, or revelations I'm having, 
whatever it is, I just get it out. And what that has done for me is one, because I have a tendency towards anxiety and stress, I am able to get it out of my head. So I'm not constantly thinking about it. It's not just sitting there and stressing me out. And two, I'm able to see this theme over the days of things that are bothering me or triggering me. And then I'm able to sort of link it back to what it was and why that's staying in my life, if that makes sense. So I absolutely love journaling. And then I I end up sitting on my couch for maybe 2 hours because I'm doing this at 6, 6.30 in the morning. And I just get into this really cool groove and I end up like cleaning or just listening to music and really getting into my day slow. I will bring my computer over and I'll start answering emails. But I'm coming at it from such a different place than if I had just picked up my phone and immediately started texting people or answering emails or popping on Instagram. And it just created this like unease, uneasiness in my in my whole being and this heaviness in my chest and this stress from doing that. And so now my days start so beautifully and it really feels good. So I really highly recommend it. And then I end my days with meditation. So I don't like rules around meditation. I think everyone should do what works best for them. So I'm just going to tell you what I do. You don't need to do that. You don't even need to meditate. It's totally your choice, but this is how I do it. I lay in bed. I turn on the Headspace app and I do it for whatever I'm feeling. Sometimes I'm like, I can only meditate for 10 minutes. I am like going crazy. Sometimes I feel crazy and I want to meditate for 20 minutes. And it just depends. But I lay there and I love this man's voice that does Headspace. If you've listened, you know he is so calming. And I just sent out and it really helps calm my mind down so that the last thing that I'm doing is not watching TV or scrolling on my phone. Because once I meditate, I don't pick my phone back up. I don't check messages. I rarely respond to text messages. Um, That is it. I meditate and then I go to sleep. And that has really been an amazing change for me as well. So if any of that resonates with you or feels like would be good for you, then please, I am happy to share my daily routine with you. I also wanted to talk about some people and things that are inspiring me right now. So I mentioned my girlfriend, Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth. She is everything. When we were hiking this weekend, you guys, there were angels around us. You may not be as woo-woo as me or as her, but in all the pictures that we took together, there was like this flash of rainbow light. And we talked to a lot of our healers and they said that that's an angel. And we were basically being covered and surrounded by protection and love and validation for what we were doing together and creating. And I kept telling her that I felt like she increased my superpowers and she made me more intuitive and she just really amplified my spirituality and my ability to be in touch. And it was a really, really beautiful thing. So I highly recommend following Steph. Had the best call this morning with this woman named Hannah. You can follow her at Hannah D-B-L-U-M. She has bipolar disorder and she does a lot of work in the mental health space. She's so inspiring. We 
I'm going to have her on the podcast soon. She's going to do an article on me. And I'm so excited to create whatever it is that we decide we're going to create together. She's a really, really smart, savvy, thoughtful, introspective woman. And she has this beautiful personality and just just a great heart. And I really highly recommend following her and seeing what she's about because she's doing some really great things. And the last person I wanted to talk about was Jordan Younger. I've now mentioned her. This is the third time, but you can see why she has had such a profound impact on my life. She is going through a very chronic Lyme journey right now. And she's been sick for quite a while, but was just diagnosed with Lyme last year. And she is going through it. So if you know anyone that has Lyme or chronic illness, I highly recommend listening to Jordan's podcast and reading her blog. I don't have Lyme and I've never experienced it. So as much as I can preach about autoimmune disease and chronic illness, I'm not living that. And Jordan is. And she's sharing everything she's going through. So definitely want to direct you to her show. The Balanced Blonde. That's my girl. All right. So I wanted to do these solo episodes to begin with to answer your questions. So I, I don't have tags for people who sent me these. These are just the most common ones I get, whether it's through DM in person or email. And I wanted to run through these. So people always ask how I work out while I'm really sick. So I think the hard thing is I post videos of me working out now and I look like I'm going for it, like I'm an athlete, which I'm on the other side of my healing journey, fingers crossed. So I feel a lot better than I did before. But what you guys didn't see was last year when I was basically bedridden for four or five months when I was on leave from work and it took everything I had to get off the couch and shower or go to the kitchen and make food. I really couldn't do anything. When I was coming out of that slowly, I started walking and all of my doctors and every practitioner I worked with said I was only allowed to walk. Best thing I ever did for myself. Here is my advice. If you are chronically ill and very sick, you don't get to work out. You are not helping your body by going through high-intensity workouts, going to berries, going to soul cycle, doing things that are really difficult. It's not healthy. You need all your energy to go to healing. You can do light yoga. You can walk. That was, that's really all I recommend. And I know it's hard, but you have to have patience and you have to listen to your body. It needs time to heal and you need to help with that. So don't push yourself. My matcha recipe, which I made yesterday when I took over the AVP Instagram. So I love matcha full. I do half a teaspoon of the matcha full powder. And then I do about a teaspoon of ghee, a teaspoon of coconut oil with hot water. Oh, and then I do a scoop of collagen peptides and I blend it. That is my jam. No sugar, sustained energy because I try to stay away from coffee and my workout, you know, pre-workout energy drinks. <laughs> Those are not good for you. Don't do it. So matcha is the best and I love it this way because it's frothy and delicious. 
My favorite supplement is Recovery Bits. You guys can find that on my website at thisistheplatform.com slash shop. They have Recovery Bits, Beauty Bits, and Energy Bits. I love Recovery because it's a mix of chlorella and spirulina. Really great to detox, especially for your blood and your liver. And really good for athletes um, to just supplement with a lot of different vitamins and nutrients. Um, Algae also has the same nutrient makeup of mother's milk. So that's also really healthy. I remember, I think it was the creator of Energy Bits was telling me that in China, when babies can't be breastfed or they're really sick, they give them... I can't remember if it's chlorella or spirulina. And they thrive off of that. So there you go. Super healthy for everyone and anyone. I just discovered my new favorite dessert. And then I met the founders and I fell in love with them. They are the sweetest couple in the whole world. They're based in Oregon, but I found them at Erewhon here in Los Angeles. And it's called Co-Cacao. C-O-C-A-C-A-O. I don't have them in my shop yet, but I just met the founders on Saturday and I told them I have to have you in my shop. My community will love you. They are sold online. If you don't have Erewhon, not to worry. They can ship you their amazing chocolate. But it only has like three ingredients, you guys. And if you're someone like me that does enjoy dessert but doesn't want something super sweet that's going to make you feel like shit, this is your jam. C-O-C-A-C-A-O. Go get it. And if you can't find it, send me a message. I will connect you. This question that I'm going to address right now is definitely a difficult one. How do I handle a relationship when I'm sick? So Jordan and I actually talked about this when I was on her show. I highly recommend you guys listen to that because we talked for a long time about this. It is really hard. (laughs) It makes me want to cry even talking about it. So when I was sick from work for those 4 or 5 months, I didn't get off the couch all day sometimes. And so my guy would go to work in the morning and come home at night and I hadn't moved. And I was not in a good place. I was in pain. I was depressed. I was really sad. I was very confused. I was stressed. I had anxiety. I cried a lot. Things like not wanting to have sex, very common. You don't feel sexy when you have an autoimmune disease or a chronic illness. And I mean, I had lost 15 pounds. I wasn't eating. The last thing I cared about was, oh, I'm not eating, but yeah, sex is a priority for me. So as this is very personal, I'm trying to not share everything that was going on, but I just want to address how difficult it is. And I urge you to show yourself some grace. And if you are someone who is with someone else that's sick and you're healthier, try and support them in the way they need it. So this is something I learned that I didn't do well with Bruce. I wanted him to help me. I wanted him to take care of me. I wanted him to do things for me. Every time he asked me, what can I do for you? How are you feeling? Do you need this? What can I pick up from the store? I always said I was fine or no thanks or I'm good. That's not fair. Because then 
I resented the fact that he wasn't showing up for me. Well, how is he supposed to show up if every time he asks, I tell him, no, I'm fine. You can't expect people to read your mind. So that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned. If I want other people to show up for me in profound ways, I have to tell them what I need because what I need when I'm sick is so different than what he needs when he's sick. And you have to be really thoughtful about the way you approach relationship when you're not feeling well. And for me, when it's chronic illness, it's not just, oh, I have a cold for a few days. This is an ongoing thing. And you would think that after 14 years of being sick, I would have realized this, but this is part of the emotional self-work I was talking about. The other thing is, you know, I worked in television. I got a lot of attention for that, especially on social media. And I realized I was living for likes and I needed people to tell me that I was great. And when I was off social media for that entire time, I realized just how much I was depending on other people's validation of me in order to survive. And when then that wasn't there and I was in a really bad place, I expected Bruce to tell me I was amazing all the time and give me attention and entertain me and be my everything. Another part of the emotional work. I had to learn that the external validation, whether it was from strangers on Instagram or from my boyfriend, was not healthy. And I wasn't whole because I wasn't getting that. And that is not a good frame of mind. And earlier today, I posted, I I feel whole when I'm in nature. I feel whole when I'm advocating for myself and I'm choosing me and not because I'm doing things for other people or people-pleasing or getting external validation. That doesn't make me whole. And so these were really profound lessons. So when you're in relationship, and it doesn't even have to be with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, it can be your mom or your coworker or your, your friend, be really clear about what you need and let people show up for you. And that's okay to ask for help. And it's also okay to show yourself some grace. And if that means that you need to fall off the face of the earth for three months to get your life back on track and you want people to check in on you, but you're not going to have time to spend with them and being out in public is too much, just say that. And if they don't understand, they don't understand. But it's not their life. It's yours. And you get to choose you and do it the way you need to. But you need to be honest with yourself and with other people. That is my rant on that. How to find balance. I don't know that there is such a thing as balance, but what I have found in the journaling, the meditating, and quitting a job and choosing to do something that really fulfilled me and was a positive environment, that's how I find balance. If I'm out too much and I'm doing too many events and I'm in public too much with people, then I get out of balance. If I can find a happy medium between being home and being my introvert self and recovering my energy here and then going out to dinner with girlfriends or going to an event, then I'm in a good place and I don't get anxiety. So it's just really finding your happy medium and listening to your body when it tells you you've had enough. Doing the emotional work is something I also get asked about a lot because I keep saying and I hear a lot of people say in this wellness space, do the work, do the work, do the work. What does that even mean? It means something different for everyone. You can do a real program. You can 
see a therapist. You can see a psychic. You can do any of those things. Plenty of people online have incredible programs. Busy Gold has Break Method. Off the top of my head, I can literally not think of anyone else, but I know there are plenty of those out there. I have seen a lot of healers and just gotten really clear on my intuition and getting connected with whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, source, and having conversations with my higher self and just wanting to kind of clear the way to see what it is I need to work on and how to work through things and understand what the triggers or the trauma is. And that takes me to childhood trauma. We've all been through some sort of trauma in our lives. Childhood, adult, sexual assault, rape, abandonment. I mean, it could be anything. Molestation. Yes, so many things. So if you look at that, that will trigger what's going on in your adult life. And if you've ignored it, it's definitely triggering you in probably a much more profound way than if you had really dealt with it and grieved and worked through and understood it and then lovingly let it go. So for me, it was really important to get clear on my childhood traumas and adult traumas. I've had many different things happen to me in my life and they've all taught me profound lessons. And so I had to get clear on those in order to work through things now at 31. And journaling, meditating, talking to people I trust, and just being in that quiet space and not spending time on Netflix or on Instagram, distracting myself and really allowing my thoughts to come through and my feelings and crying. You guys, I cried so much in December. It was absurd. Probably more than I've ever cried in my life. I was from a place I didn't even know where the tears were coming from. But that's how I know that I was healing trauma. I was dealing with things that were triggering me in such a profound way. And that's how you do the work. And that's how I do it. So you have to find what works for you. And I'm happy to give you ideas and tips if you want to send me a message. So as I get ready to wrap this up, I want to tell you about our March event. If you would like to come, if you're in LA or if you are like super excited and committed to the platform and you want to fly here for our events, yes, please. You can email me at kelly at thisistheplatform.com. We are throwing an event for an intimate group of people at Women's Space. It is called The Journey Within Gather. And we will have Paula Malice, who created Women's Space, lead us in breath work and a circle to begin. And then my psychic and intuitive guide, Lisa Devine, will be doing a talk and channel for the entire group. And she has lots of topics to cover. I'm so excited. And then I'm going to talk about my healing journey and a lot of the things I've learned. Basically, this conversation, but expanded and in detail and in person, which is way more fun. We have incredible brands that we have partnered with. Ridiculous goodie bags. If you're at our launch party, you know we give out the best goodie bags and we have the best partners. And it's just a day for all of us to connect in a beautiful way. And we're going to have some really rad women there. So I hope that you join us. It's going to be really fun. March 2nd. Don't forget to email me to get an invitation. The last thing I will say is the platform has changed so much since we launched in July of 2018. This really started as a place for me to find my voice because I felt like my voice 
and my authentic self had really been suppressed for so long. Working with so many men in an industry where you talk about stats and numbers and you really lose sight of the people. And I wanted a way to authentically connect on a super deep level. But when I started this show, a lot of the conversations were with people I really enjoyed, but I wasn't getting as deep in my questioning as I had hoped or anticipated or even realized I desired. So I think that you'll notice now, many of our conversations are much more spiritual, very woo-woo. The conversation that aired on Monday was about vaginas and orgasms, which was not something I ever anticipated doing. But look, here's the deal. I'm growing and you're growing. And my brand is changing just as your brand is changing. And as I get older, I care a little less about what people think. And I am much more willing to do what makes me happy and what fulfills me. And if that makes you happy and fulfills you along the way, and you learn from what we're doing, then shoot, I couldn't be happier. So I hope that you are enjoying the evolution of the platform and Kelly Tennant simultaneously. I love having you guys with us. Seriously, I I don't know that I say it enough. I am beyond grateful for all of you. I am so touched that you are here with us every single week. And I so look forward to the day when I get to give each and every one of you a hug, whether it's at Erewhon in Los Angeles or a random event that I throw or somewhere that I see you at another event in another state. I I truly appreciate you. I hope you feel that. I hope you know I'm always here for you. I am in service to your healing. And anytime you need something, anything you need at all, please reach out. I love, love, love interacting with you. That is my solo episode. I survived. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks for being here. We're going to have another amazing conversation for you in just a few days on the Platform Podcast. In the meantime, I hope you have the best day and I'll talk to you soon.